Hello and welcome back to Hello Sonoma. We have two wonderful guests today, Danieli Hoshalanter from Danieli's Fitness and Anna Bimanyamana from the Bon Marche. It's going to be another great show and we can't wait to get started. Hello Sonoma. As I mentioned, our first guest today is Danieli. Danieli, how are you doing today? I'm good here. So good. It's such a pleasure to have you on here. Um, as the listeners know, I'm half Brazilian, so it's so uh, exciting to have a, another Brazilian on. Oh, I'm so excited that I meet another Brazilian in Sonoma. <laughs> so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about where you're from? So I'm from Espírito Santo. It's a state between north, uh, it's north of Rio de Janeiro and south of Bahia. And I come from an island in that state. So it's not like, it's just a little bridge that separates, but, and I have mountains to one side and a beautiful beach. And yeah, it's really tiny. Uh, it's a small state, but in a small city. That's incredible. What's the name of the city out of curiosity? Victoria. Like victory. Victory. Well, that's an amazing uh, transition because here in Sonoma, you're kind of the essence of victory because in the background, the viewers can't see it, but you have an amazing poster for Danielle's fitness. Um, tell us about your fitness journey and how you came to be where you are at the moment. So it's funny because I came to the United States as a normal immigrant. Um, you come to a country and they're like, yeah, you eat healthy in your country. Not really healthy, but you exercise, you're moving everywhere. And you come to the United States and you have all this fast food that in your country you normally don't eat it, but it's so cheap here. And uh, you tr you go to the rush, rush life, and I start eating a lot of junk food. I never had, and I gained so much weight. I gained like 45 pounds really fast, high cholesterol, and um, and I was not exercising. And here, I was losing, I was driving everywhere. In Brazil, you don't have a place to park, so you just <laughs> take a bus or you walk. It's easier for you to walk to your place than, than drive. First, you have a traffic, and you have no place to park. So I started getting so much weight. And after that, I realized I was watching a TV one day. I tried to lose weight. I did the same thing everyone does. Like Bob books, uh, uh, diet books. Did I finish read? No, but I still have it. <laughs> cardio. I did so much cardio. I lost weight with cardio, but I went getting all the way back. Went to crazy diets, took diet pills. And I even went to uh, Food Addicts Anonymous. Wow. So I did everything to lose the weight. Didn't work now. Worked for a short period because I never learned. So one day I was watching TV and I saw those women with beautiful body. Um, not UFC was um, it's a fake UFC. What is the name? Um, that they kind of fight WWE. Oh right, nice. <laughs> I was watching those girls like, how did you do that? And uh, that day I was like, no. I'm going to work out. So I start studying and I print and I start drinking those crazy drink juice. I didn't eat no vegetables, no vegetables at all. And I had to learn how to eat vegetables. Green juice was a nightmare to me. And now I have like the taste and I love vegetables and food. Wow. Yeah. So that was my journey. And I start training people for fun, friends for fun. And my friends like, 
uh, Daniele, can you train me? It's like, no, I was doing it already for free. I'm like, why am I going to train you? Uh, and he's like, I'll pay you. I was like, okay, I'll train you. What an incredible journey. <laughs> yeah, and people are like, oh, I didn't know I could make money for something that I love doing. I was doing for free anyways. I, was like, I didn't know I could make money. So I, was, I just started got a certification, more certification. I keep getting more and more certification. I really, that's how I tell people when you find your passion, well, if you can do for free, getting paid is so much easier. <laughs> I love that <laughs> philosophy. What were you doing before you started uh, doing the fitness? Uh, I was working, I worked, I did everything in the United States, believe me, everything from cleaning pools, cleaning bathroom, doing dishes, but I uh, did so life insurance. And before that, I was working for a corporation. I quit the life insurance industry and I worked for a corporation that sold, um, that, that passed really diet pills. They, they, all the supplements, it's a biotechnology company, so the, all the supplements were tested in that lab, laboratory. So that's where the time I started studying more and more and more about nutrition. Wow, and you know, this isn't the, this isn't the first time you've been studying. You studied biology in Brazil. So yeah. have you always kind of been interested in, in sports and fitness and biology and the body? Yeah, I was thinking the reality, when I was in Brazil, I was thinking to either biology because I'm a surfer, well, I was, because I live in front of the beach and here is too cold, the water I was like, man, but when I was in Brazil, the water was warm and I grew up surfing and, uh, and I really like sports. So I was between biology and kinesiology, but my mom's like, no, don't do none of those. So I just, I'll go to biology. <laughs> Mothers, right? Yeah. It's like, don't do none of those. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> incredible so then you but you've had a long relationship with sports and uh you eventually came to the united states tell us a little bit about what it was like coming here at the beginning and how you kind of chose to come here uh i came as an au pair the reality is i want to go to spain because i because i studied so many years uh for a spanish i tried learning english in brazil but it was so bad so bad I wanted to go to Spain, but I had an au pair. I could be au pair, which is a nanny, living nanny as an internship, either in Spain or United States. But my mom is like, no, go to United States. So I came to United States and I came straight to Sonoma. My whole family still lives here. No way. And yeah, all the way here. And I met my husband here and that's how this whole thing started. Of all the places you could have landed, right? The reality is, <laughs> um, the truth is, I had a host family in San Diego. Because you talk to the host families and they talk to you back. And I had a host family in San Diego in front of the beach. But they have two kids. <laughs> Here in the United States. And I never took care of a kid before. I took care of a kid, but not a lot. And like, oh, I'm going to go with the one that has one kid. Wow. So yeah. just because of pure coincidence, you ended up, you didn't end up in San Diego with the surf zone. You ended up in Sonoma in the wine country. Yeah, because I had one kid and I don't even drink wine. And now I do. But late before I did it. Green juice, wine, you're tasting all kinds of new stuff. That's oh, great. Yeah. So uh, how did you end up eventually learning English? Oh, that was bad. That was 
I can't. My felt yeah, I couldn't learn. I was having a hard time. So I met my husband. That was one thing. I tried to speak of them of my whole family, but we were having a really hard time. And when I met my husband too, I went to a date. I took my dictionary. Oh my god. <laughs> you understand. I remember he telling me stories. Uh, he was telling me a story how he saved a man, and he was so <laughs> excited. That was our first or second date, and uh, at the end of the story, I was just like, "Uh huh, uh huh." I couldn't understand. It took me six months to understand that he was a plumber. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I asked him, "What does he do?" It's like, you know, he would point to the walls. <laughs> ah. There's a story that I googled. I was like, "Oh, what?" Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, I I, for, I also try, I tried everything. So I was like, okay, I need to learn this. I need to learn English. So I met my husband and I was host failure, but my English was still bad. And I did the library. I had one teacher that was teaching the pronunciations, but did not last longer because I have volunteers at the library. I, not right now, but a long time ago, that would teach pronunciation, but did not last too long. He couldn't do anymore. So one time, Jehovah Witness knocked my door. And I love religious. I love, love, love religious. Wow. That's one of my, not one of my passions is talk about and study. That's something I really study a lot. And they knocked my door and it's like, um, I'd love to teach the Bible. And I love the Bible. I feel like, but let's do that oh you do we do everything in english i'm gonna read in english and you're gonna correct my pronunciation to everything and they're like okay okay i like it and i did for one year and i do there it's not my religion but i do understand a lot of their religion and i love it no, the mormons do knock ones uh i'm like so let's learn that one <laughs> that is so let's just get this straight you got you were struggling to learn English. You went to the library. You tried everything. You couldn't do it. And then you got a knock on the door from a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. And they ended up being your English teacher. Well, yeah. And they still have contact with them. I still receive letters until today. <laughs> That's amazing. You've got it all down. That's the true ingenuity. Yeah. In Brazil, we, we say if you don't have, I, I didn't have time to study. So, and I, if you don't in brazil we say if you don't have a dog to go help you hunt you better use your cat in other words if you don't have a way to do one thing figure out another way that's incredible so you came all the way to sonoma and now you're the real brazilian in sonoma there's very few of us so i thought i'd play a little homage which is the most famous brazilian song and one of the most famous songs in the world the girl from ipanema by Antonio carlos Jobim. Oh. i'll be right back with uh, daniele one moment Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with Daniele. You were just about to tell us about uh, how you came from starting to just train your friends into creating this amazing business, which is Daniele's Fitness. So what was that experience like? Oh, I love every minute. Um, and uh, I always want to be a business owner. So I decided to go to marketing. I love marketing. 
I love how to get attention of people. So I decided, okay, I'm going to put a car. I'm going to be the first girl, the first woman in Sonoma to have this huge car with this huge logo and say, you're Brazilian trainer. That's amazing. Before, when I did the life insurance, when so life insurance, I thought people were not buying for me because I didn't have a perfect English and the fact that I was immigrants. And now... I was like, no, I'm going to use my country and my culture as a, a marketing strategy. People need to know that I am from Brazil. So that's how I'm going to differentiate myself. So I did the totally opposite that I thought before because I did not have confidence. And I'm like, no. And that's how people start knowing, oh, you're the Brazilian. A lot of times they're like, oh, you're the Brazilian. And they don't even know my name, but they know that. <laughs> and- Incredible. That's a, f- a full a full spectrum of, of opportunities there. So um, yeah. it's pretty amazing, you know, considering all that we've been through over the past year, you still have this amazing bubbly energy. What kind of keeps you going through all this? That's a good question. I just love what I do. You just like see the transformation for it. doesn't matter how old you are and uh, how much of your trauma went and see the transformation of the person it's so much fun and like i have a client that's 76 and she could her goal was to swim and now she can swim or like small goals or big goals too and just walk with them and go through with them wow so if you could distill your fitness philosophy into one sentence what do you think that would be oh do you want to change your mood move your body there you go. Question and the answer. That, so, yeah, that's something I, I kind of tell my clients in the program. If you want to, if you need stress out, just a little stress, go for a walk. Don't open the bottle of wine. <laughs> go for a little walk. And I promise it. If you have ADD or hyper, like I'm hyper, uh, or ADD and you want to focus, exercise for 30 minutes. And the next three hours, you're going to be able to focus. That's awesome. So, yeah, there's so much benefits exercising. That's incredible. And it seems from what you've done that this is already hugely successful, very popular. But in case you have room for a couple of extra clients, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you or find more information about your programs? Yeah, uh, you can go to daniellisfitness.com, uh, which is uh, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-Y-S fitness i know danielle for why my mom liked to make pretty names <laughs> instead of danielle she decided to put a, a, a y at the end it's beautiful so danielle fitness and or my phone number uh, 707-343-5777 um really easy 343-5777 this one we are taking new clients because i I have two personal trainers so we have the whole team helping up i don't have i do online most of my clients i do online and the trainers are helping me with going to clients home all the way from sonoma county from santa rosa in in sonoma and but we have clients all around we have clients in san francisco in la new york Real international business here. Yeah, but that's the goal to grow more and help more people. And we started the program in July again. We did twice last year. It's a lot of work. So we're going to do again this year, this program of mind-body transformation. 
Well, I can't wait to see the more of the amazing things that you've already been doing. Muito obrigado, Daniele, for being here. Oi, obrigada. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. And uh, we'll be right back after a short word from our sponsors. Tuesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And May 4th does have other designations also, which we will not get into now. But thank you. We are KSVY 91.3 and KSVY.org worldwide. Got a sunny and warm day today. 87 the high with clear skies tonight, low 48. On Wednesday, a little cooler, high near 82 with no chance of rain. Lots of sunshine, clear Wednesday night, 45 the low. And then on Thursday and Friday, look for lots of sunshine, the high 72 and 71. So that's cooling off, going to be real nice. For this upcoming weekend, KSVY.org, that is our website where you can contribute. You can find out a little bit more about your local nonprofit, volunteered staff, radio and TV station. Your ideas, your input, and uh, your generosity is always accepted. That's ksby.org. And thank you. Sonoma and welcome back. You're listening again to KSVY 91.3. I had a great interview with Daniele. She's so much fun to be around and I hope you enjoyed her amazing story. Now for the second part of Hello Sonoma, we're going to be listening to some music as usual. In homage to Daniele, our first guest, I thought we'd play a little bit of Brazilian music. Now Brazilian music is famous around the world for the style known as Bossa Nova and for another style known as Samba, which you might know best if you ever watched Carnival on TV or if you've heard of Carnival, it's uh, it's one of the biggest parties around the world, especially in, in Brazil. So this song is from my grandfather's time. It's one of the first sambas that made it onto uh, made it into uh, the popular lexicon of songs. And it's called Pelo Telefone by Martinho da Vila. I hope you enjoy. O chefe da polícia pelo telefone manda me avisar Que na Carioca tem uma roleta para se jogar O chefe da polícia pelo telefone manda me avisar É assim Que na Carioca tem uma roleta para se jogar Ai, 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 deixa as mágoas para trás, oh rapaz Ai, 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 fica triste se és capaz e verás Fazer isso, roubar amores dos outros e depois fazer feitiço. Olha a rolinha, senhor, senhor, se embaraçou, senhor, senhor, caiu no laço, senhor, senhor, do nosso amor, senhor, senhor, porque este samba senhor, senhor, é de arrepiar, senhor, senhor, põe perna bamba, senhor, senhor, mas faz gozar. O piru me disse: se o morcego visse, não fazer tolice. Que eu não saísse dessa esquisitice do disse, me disse. Mas o piru me disse: se o morcego visse, não fazer tolice. Que eu não saísse dessa esquisitice do disse, me disse.
pro cordão Senhor, senhor Ser folião Senhor, senhor De coração Senhor, senhor Porque este samba senhor, senhor, É de arrepiar senhor, senhor, Põe perna bamba senhor, senhor, Mas faz gozar That again was Pelo Telefone by Martinho da Vila. Pelo Telefone means by the phone, which apparently was a, a novelty when this song was first recorded in 1916. Uh, but it still has that samba rhythm that we all know and love. The next song is a American folk tune that was first recorded in 1928, but apparently written in about 1895, the late, eight, late 1800s. Uh, it's called Big Rock Candy Mountain, and this one's recorded by Joe Brown. One, two, three, four. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, a hobo came along the track and he said, boys, I'm not turning. As he strode along, he sang a song of the land of milk and honey, where a bum can stay for many a day and he don't need any money. With the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees, the soda water fountain, where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountain. In the big rock candy mountain, all the cops have wooden legs. The bulldogs all have rubber teeth and the hens lay soft boiled eggs. The farmer's trees are full of fruit, the farms are full of hay. And I'm bound to go where the rain no snow, where the rain don't fall and the wind don't blow in the big rock candy mountain. With the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees, the soda water fountain, where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountain.
Once again, Big Rock Candy Mountain by Joe Brown. Well, not by Joe Brown, but recorded by Joe Brown. I thought it would be nice for us to take a little journey down uh, down folk music way. And for this next song, a little bit of modern folk music uh, by a woman named Adriana Lanker and Buck, Buck Meek, her musical partner. She's part of a band called Big Thief, which is making the rounds nowadays. And this next song is off of one of her solo albums that she recorded, just Adrian and Buck. This song is called Jonathan. Once again, that was Jonathan by Adrian Lanker and Buck Meek. The next song is from the other side of the world. Uh, it's from Algeria, northern Africa. It's a song that I listened to a lot in about 2016, 20, yes, yeah, 17 and 18, I suppose. And I just think it's it's such a good, um, it's such a beautiful song. It's sung in Arabic, in Algerian Arabic, which is uh, another beautiful dialect of Arabic. And it's called Zena by Babylon. Yumarani Mak, Radwatani, Mitmini, Yiktabil Miktub, Winkun Hedak, Ahiak Lebishu Fahuak, Winaromani. فوق بحر صافي بمواجوداني معاه تبع رياح الحب وعندك حطني ودعني وصاني وقلي حبيبك ما تنساه هي زينا ما درتي فينا أنا وقلبي حوسنا عليك ملقيناها يا 
زينا ما درتي فينا انا وقلبي حوسنا عليك ما لقينا Once again, that was Zena by Babylon. You're listening to KSVY 91.3. I have one more song to play uh, for this middle segment before we come back with Anna Bimanyamana from the Bon Marche. It's an exciting interview. We had a lot of fun. Lots of great insights into her life and how she came to Sonoma and the amazing role that Bon Marche plays in this community. But before we get there, I'm going to play one song by a gentleman named Manu Chao. I believe I haven't played him yet on the radio. Um, and this is a song I've listened to since I was little called Clandestino by Manu Chao. He's from Spain. He's famous uh, around the Spanish-speaking world. But I'm going to play a little bit of Clandestino, uh, and we'll leave you with that. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Stay tuned. (laughs) 
solo voy con mi pena, sola va mi condena. Correré mi destino para burlar la ley, perdido en el corazón de la grande Babilón. Me dicen el clandestino por no llevar papel. Pa' una ciudad del norte yo me fui a trabajar. Mi vida la dejé entre Ceuta y Gibraltar. Soy una raya en el mar, fantasma en la ciudad. Mi vida va prohibida, dice la autoridad. Solo voy con mi pena, sola va mi condena. Correré mi destino por no llevar papel. Perdido en el corazón de la grande Babilón. Me dicen el clandestino, yo soy el quebra ley. Mano negra clandestina, peruano clandestino, africano clandestino, marihuana ilegal. Programming for KSVY is brought to you in part by the Tina Schoen Group, located at Sotheby's International Realty. This Health Moment is brought to you in part by Sonoma Valley Hospital. Learning to flip your thoughts can have a profound impact on your health and well-being. The simplest way is through a positive affirmation that flips the thought from a negative to a positive. For example, when faced with chores, instead of saying, I don't want to clean the house, say, I like living in a clean house. When getting up the motivation to exercise, instead of saying, I'm too tired to exercise today, say, I feel more alert and energetic when I exercise. Positive affirmations help us change our negative attitudes into positive ones. Hello, Sonoma, and welcome back. I'm here with Anna Bimenimana. Anna, how are you today? I'm doing good, Francisco. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you on the show. For those of you that don't know, Anna is the founder and director of the Bon Marche Thrift Store in Sonoma, which gives donated items a second chance at life. This will be her 14th year helping local families shop for clothes, furniture, and more. She also directs the Kigali Center for Entrepreneurs based in Rwanda, which encourages and empowers women to learn entrepreneurial skills. Anna, you're an amazing force of nature. How do you do it all? <laughs> I have, well, I don't know. I just do it. I love it. I, I, <laughs> uh, but I don't think I would not be doing it if I didn't love it. But um, yeah, I do. I've been doing it for a while, like you say, 14 years in Beaumarché, but I, it's actually longer than that. I started, it's probably going to be going to, to 19 years, most 20 years doing what I do. We opened Beaumarché in 2007. Um, I mean, just like really um, me and my girlfriend, she was one of, one of my best friends. She encouraged me to start Beaumarché. She's like, you, you know, let's do it. And so she kind of encouraged me to go in the route to do the retail store and raise money to support my programs in Rwanda. So it's been going, I mean, like, well, we raised a lot of money and we work with Gardens for Health International, which is a nonprofit based in Rwanda that we, part, we, we actually channel the money through them to do the programs. When I started it, 
was just me with my husband helping women in Rwanda do it, starting small business and giving them a money between a hundred and a thousand dollars to start a small business. But then we changed to uh, work with Garden for Health to do true gardening and help women and, you know, with them and teach them, you know, where to farm and the food they should be farming for their children. But it's mostly like a whole program to, to prevent malnutrition for children. Now it's almost like the entire family. So uh, we've been doing that, and and then I've been doing also the SOS, working with SOS and doing, you know, gift card for homeless. I think I've been doing it for 10, how long it's been? I think it's been- Probably like about 10 years. 10 years. I started a small piece of paper. <laughs> we were <laughs> writing it on the piece of it. Now we graduated to a gift card. And uh, my gift card are going to be, actually, my new gift card are going to be called Kind Gift Card. And they're not going to be named Homeless Gift Card. They're going to be Kind Gift Card. I love it. So we'll be doing, continue to do that. It's a program that we've been supporting in Sonoma. And so we've been also work a lot with doing the fire, uh, the fires that will happen here in Sonoma. We have the fire survivors that needed anything. And so now we started a new program. We brought coffee here to support the programs. So that's another thing now we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to that in just a little bit, but you're kind of an amazing angel in our community. When people need help, they come to you because of your friendly face and because of what you do. Um, uh, one thing that I wanted to point out is that the Beaumarche is named after your family's general store in Kigali. Yes. What does that connection mean to you? Well, so when I was young, so I lost my dad when I was nine years old and I was really young. And my mom, you know, with six kids, she had to pick up all the businesses of my father. And um, luckily she was very involved with him. So we um, moved from the little town where we lived to the city of Kigali to live in our house my dad had built for business. So my mom thought to live in the city was better. So we moved there and then my mom opened a little store called Beaumarche because uh, my brother was reading a book and said, oh, there is a store in Paris called Beaumarche, a very expensive store. Yeah. So my mom was like, oh, let's call our store Beaumarche. So, and it's been our store and, and actually people growing up, they used to call us the kids from Beaumarchais family. So we were. <laughs> so it was close <laughs> to your family. Risa, it's close to my family. So when I was struggling to find a name to call the thrift store and my girlfriend, Victoria, I say, hey, how about you call it your mom's old mom's store? And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> but I was very worried that people are not going to be able to say it here because it's French, but. People say however they want it. Some call it Beaumarche. <laughs> some call it... <laughs> I love the way people just said... And some people fight over the pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> At least people are creative and kind, right? Like, well, do you say Beaumarche or do you say Beaumarche? And then I was like, Beaumarche. And then they're like, oh, I told you so. That's how you <laughs> And then so it's either a wife and a husband, you know, they're fighting over... <laughs> 
it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing that you've been able to bring some of your family here to Sonoma. What role do you see, do you feel like the Bon Marche plays in people's lives? You know, I like to say that to my employees too. Like a first thing I want people to meet, what the people say, oh, your business. I, it's not my business. It's my, you know, my idea. And what I want people to feel walking in is to feel like we are, first of all, we do use, sell money. Well, I mean, we make money to do the program, we, to have the program we have, but we are a charity, you know? And if somebody walks in and they really need, we, we take care of them. And I, a lot of my employees know that even for when I'm not there, if I'm not present, they don't need to call me to ask to give somebody a jacket or shoes if they don't have any, or somebody had an emergency, their fire happened and they come to us, we have them. So I really want to be a, you know, like a place to go when you feel that you need to get things you need for your house because an emergency. And, you know, we, and a lot of people do help us that they come and they give us the donations because they know we do that. So that's the kind of feelings I want people to have, you know, when they walk in. Yeah. And I think you do an amazing job at that. We're so grateful that you are here Thank in Sonoma. You. You've had quite a journey to get here. I know yeah. you went to university in Europe and you spent some time in Canada. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about what that was like? Well, I was young. I actually went to, to high school in Europe and I studied, I studied in Europe. Um, I mean, you know, the young age, I speak French. I was speak French all my life. And then I moved to Canada, Canada, the French part of Canada. So that was fine, except the accent, but I speak French. So it was easy. Yeah. And uh, um, I actually did my college in Canada. So I did college in uh, Montreal in, in the um, Institute of, the, uh, I don't know how to say it in English. Mm-hmm. It's the commerce, it's like a economic and accounting business. Mm-hmm. So I did that and um, then I worked in a bank in Canada. So actually my training, business training was in, um, in a bank. So I did a lot of banking, I worked in a bank. And um, so you, it's, you know, it, it's, it's ne- was never the same as what I do now. I, I wanted to move and do something else in the human, humanitarian side of it. And it was, in, it was, it happened here in the US. So, but it doing, when I was in Canada, I was working in a bank. So, and totally different than what I do now. <laughs> yeah, completely different, yeah. but good experience, right? Good experience. Yes. Canada is a beautiful country. Very dear. I, you know, thank them that I grew up there, was able to go to school there, you know, and now I'm here. <laughs> there you are. Yeah. How did you end up coming to Sonoma? My husband. I choose a husband. So my husband lived here and I lived in Montier and he convinced me that this was the most beautiful place to live. <laughs> so I think I agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I do too. <laughs> That's so funny. So, but yeah. the place, the place where you grew up, Kibuya, the little town in Rwanda, yeah. beautiful, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up? I grow up in Kibuye, like you say. I'm going to take you there one day. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. It's near Lake Kivu. 
uh, Lake Kivu is one of the biggest lake, kind of, I think, in Africa. It goes all the way down to the Nile. And I grow up running around, um, going back and forth to my grandma, who lived by the lake. And um, believe me, I did not learn how to swim, even though I was... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Even though I was right there, because the lake, the lake it was really, really strong, and it has um, actually gas, gas methane. That's why they extract the gas. Mm. So it's a pretty strong. Uh, it's a lot of people died in there. You have to learn to, to swim in that water. So my grandma was always very worried about us going in there. So, but it, I was. It was an amazing childhood fruit trees, beautiful weather, friends, and nice, yeah. I, I, I go back to Rwanda. I always have to go spend a weekend in Kibuye. That's wonderful. So, yeah, we have um, friends that have a hotel near Lake Kivu, and my brother just built a house near there, my grandparents' uh, property. So I, you know, I enjoy it when I go back, yeah. That's beautiful. So... Uh, what do you wish Americans knew about Rwanda that they don't know? Um, probably that a lot of people know, uh, actually a lot of people didn't know. And the reason why we actually, the Bomashe exists is also to never forget the genocide against the Tutsi that happened in Rwanda in 1994. So we work, we work also to keep that memory and not to forget the people that perished during the genocide. I guess Tutsi in Rwanda. So we, um, the people are usually they're like, oh, you're from Rwanda? Ooh, that place, you know? It's yeah. really tough sometimes. So I feel we are, it's, it was a terrible time and we are trying to rebuild the country. And um, so people know that Rwanda, it's been rebuilt. People are actually working very hard and uh, it's a beautiful country to visit. And um, when, once COVID hopefully goes aside, I'll take another group to Rwanda to see it again. Cause I just, you know, you remember I took- Yeah, you have a, tell, tell people about your Rwanda trip. It's kind of an amazing- Yeah, so in uh, last, no, last two years ago, oh gosh, wow, it's already two years, 19, yeah. 2019, I took a group of uh, 15, people from Sonoma to visit Rwanda for 15 days. And we did a tour of Rwanda, which is a very small country. So we did the coast of, from Kigali to the, the Virunga, where you could see the gorillas. And we went to Kibuye and um, we went to Nande, where it's like the forest, the savannah forest really. And we spent three days on each part of the, the country and so it was really an amazing trip and everybody enjoyed it we had activities and visit the country and so it was really nice I hope to do it again yeah definitely so as you can hear everybody Anna is up to a lot of great things she has the Kigali Center she has the Rwanda Trisha everything and on top of all of that she has some amazing gorilla coffee do you want to talk about that yeah so Gorilla Coffees is a coffee um, uh, from the Gwanda farmers, the Gwanda Association farmers. 
So the Uganda Association Farmers are an association of six co-ops, co I think, or six or seven. And they made a coffee called Gorilla's Coffee. And I am supporting them bringing the coffee here. It's roasted in Rwanda, packaged in Rwanda, and uh, farmed in Rwanda. And, and, and I bring it here and we sell the coffee. Uh, it's a, a, a bag of one pound. Can I bring the bag? Can you yeah, see it? Yeah, of course. We, we won't be able to see it, but yeah, you can you show can me. But I mean, I can, you can see it. Yeah, you see it. <laughs> you see it. But anyway, so the coffee, the coffee is um, one pound, one pound, one pound. And it's, it's um, have different, you know, you could buy it. It's a dark roast and beans, espresso, medium dark and medium. So we, you know, we sell it in Bon Marché and then you also sell it um, defined in Petroma. We sell it online on our website, e-tower.com. It's e-tower.com. We sell the coffee. Kawa means coffee in Kinyarwanda. So that's how we, we made the website like that. So. There you go. Mm -hmm. So we're almost out of time here, Anna, but I want to make sure that people know that if they want to get in touch with you, they can find more information about the Bon Marche at um, bonmarchethriftstore.org. That's yeah. bonmarchethriftstore.org. Or on Instagram, you have some great Instagram stuff. Yeah. <laughs> bon underscore, B-O-N underscore M-A-R-C-H-E underscore thrift yeah. on Instagram. Anywhere else that they can get a hold of you? They can also call us at Bomarche. They find us on, on our, you know, Google, they can Google our number and find our phone number, 707-923-9613. And I just want to mention people, we have donations three days a week. <laughs> don't leave your donation when we are closed. Please, yes, please, don't please. do it. Don't do, don't, it. Do it. don't do no. it. We, we love you. Love donations, but please, when we can get them, right? We can get them. Don't leave them when we are not present. It makes our store looks bad. Support us, but don't leave us donations when we're not. <laughs> we That's you, a great so little much. PSA. Yeah, right. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? Yeah, I can do three. You're so good, Francisco. <laughs> Try to keep it all up here. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Anna. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. So nice and we you. hope to have you back soon yeah thank you all right lovely yeah thank you again anna and thank you to all our listeners you've been listening to hello sonoma on ksby 91.3 to listen to all of our previous episodes you can find them on spotify or at anchor.fm slash hello sonoma you can find us on social media at hello sonoma or hello underscore sonoma otherwise you can listen in on ksby on tuesdays at four see you next week